Love Talk Radio. I love summer camps. It's almost ready. Hold on one second. We're going to start recording. Okay, here we are. Uh, hi, Frank. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well, thank you. And yourself? I'm good. I'm I'm doing well. So uh, I want to know something. And uh, I, you know, people have been talking to me about their camps that they put their kids in. And I know you and Christine put your daughters in a great camp. And how did you choose it? Because this is this is who you are, I think. And, and I know Christine is a dancer too, as well. So she's been active too. Um, but how did you guys choose that one? Uh, and what's it about? I think your yours is well, the best uh, one. So far. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of everything. They do uh, horseback riding, uh, archery, swimming. Uh, they have like a, a boat that they take in the canal, and they do boat riding. They uh, they play all the sports outside. It's uh, just kind of all around youth camp. Uh, that you know they do arts and crafts and so forth. So I love it because they get to be exposed a lot to different things. Um, it's one of the same ones that I went to as a child as well, and I have a lot of uh, great memories from it. So it's you know it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, I I love that because you know um, I I know that uh, working out you need energy for working out. You need energy to to do all the things like horseback riding and everything like that. So they're developing. They're developing their skills, right? Their uh, their mind body connection, their eye hand coordination, and that's important. Um, and let me ask you this, okay? Because I one of the things that uh, you know I've had questions about uh, for you, and I know that uh, I know that we you've got a potential client. She's going to give you a call this week to set up some time. I'm, she told me, say, because let him know that. I go, okay, well you can let him know, but I'm telling you now. So uh, to have Frank. Uh, with all that he does, and he's been doing that since he was little, a young a young boy himself, and now he's a, a an amazing trainer. Um, can someone improve like like your girls are improving their eye hand, their muscle muscle memory, all those things? Can you do that? And uh, with what they're doing now, will they take that that with them for the rest of their life? Do you understand, or do they build on it, or a little bit of both? And how do they have energy? Because you tell me your daughter's they're both exhausted when they get out of there, right? They only know first or fifth, right? There's no in-between with them, I'm sure. But what's your thoughts on that, you know? Yeah, you I mean, uh, the youngest, my youngest is uh, five going on six, so she she's a sleeper. You know, she likes to get her solid, like, nine hours at night. She is exhausted when she comes home from camp, but she she's high energy, uh, you know, so – she enjoys the social uh, because she's very much an introvert, so it brings it out of her and it's exhausting for her, whereas the oldest is the opposite. She's a complete extrovert. Um, she's high energy pretty much all day. I mean, if she could sleep only six hours, probably she would because she just wants to be awake talking and doing stuff, and, you know, sleeping is a is a waste of time, essentially, for her, so... Um, two different personalities with them, but, you know, they they love it because they, you know, talk to me about it, obviously, when um, I pick them up and everything, and they get to just do so much. I mean, even on a rainy day, even though most of it's outdoors, um, they're playing, they have an indoor playground there, and they do stuff like that, and, you know, they have uh, on Fridays, like, a water day, which it doesn't matter if it's raining because they'll 
um, they'll have like bounce houses and water slides and slip and slides and stuff like that. I mean, it's a blast. I mean, I, I loved it as a kid when I did it, and I wish I could still do it. So yeah, you do. Yeah, you always take that stuff with you because it it's uh, beneficial in a lot of ways, from great memories of having fun to um, the martial arts and learning how to protect themselves and, uh, you know, hand-eye coordination skills to just the, the biggest, probably most important thing to me when it comes to camps in general is uh, social skills from learning leadership and learning how to be a subordinate and, uh, you know, following directions and discipline to um, learning how to do things in a safe way that, you know, you didn't know how to do before in a sense and you know you if you learn on your own you might get hurt doing but you're learning little skills of, of small things that um are teaching you and they're building blocks for things that are bigger as you get older that again you probably would have never done maybe when you got older in the fact that uh, you weren't exposed on a smaller scale right so um let me ask you this You've always been very active, and I know that. Uh, so you're talking about your daughters, and do you and do you and Christine, your wife, do you guys prepare them like when? Because uh, we have to prepare. I know that in the morning time, I get up and I have, I've listened to what you told me, and and uh, you know I'll have peanut butter in the morning. I also have a protein powder that I put in a, in a, a yogurt, you know, because I need the calories in the morning, you know, um, healthy calories, right? So these things, running out of energy, your daughter is because she, you know, she's pushed herself and she doesn't stop. Both of them do, I'm assuming, right? And so what are, how do you make sure you arm them to have energy? Because you have to do it differently than in school, right? Because they need more energy to, to be in camp and to do all the physical activities. How do you do that with your with your little ones? Well, with food, it's it's much harder with them because, one, they're the most picky eaters in the world when it comes to everything. So with kids, I always find, like, um, they need calories. Like, it's, it's almost more important to get calories than anything else because they burn off so much. And when they're lacking that glucose to their brain, they, it affects them, you know, psychologically and, and mentally. It is their sharpness as well. So with kids, like, I mean, in all reality to me, uh, I'm a big believer and they just need to eat. Like, I mean, obviously not eating candy all day, but they they need to try to get as many healthy things as they can with their fruits and vegetables and lean proteins. But fighting them on it to the, you know, end-all, be-all in the sense, it, it makes no sense because then they're they're going to still get the other things that you don't want them to have as much from other people. So I'm not a believer in making those things taboo. I'm a believer in, like I said, them getting the calories in and then burning them off because I want them to have energy. I want them to be able to also do stuff, you know, physically and, uh, right. and challenge that part. That's why I got them in martial arts and everything um, because it, it all works together, you know, and you see some kids that, you know, they're they're so sedentary that, you know, and they eat junk food all day that they're pretty much almost like diabetic by the time they're, you know, a, a young teen in a sense because they're overweight and they don't have a lot of energy when it comes to physical activity because they've conditioned themselves that way. 
and they eat just a lot of high sugary foods and don't really have any balance, you know, in a sense. So, and, and it's also a big thing that you set the example as a parent because eventually, you know, if the kids seeing, see you eating it all the time, they're going to want to try it and they're going to want to eat it. Even if they don't want to, you know, currently, they eventually will. And then they'll start, you know, changing their palate and liking it more. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, one of those ever-going battles. Um, my oldest is probably the hardest. I mean, she's 10, and, uh, you know, right now her favorite food is burgers. And, you know, uh, she doesn't really like probably but three or four other foods, and that's it. And she is so darn difficult in the sense, I mean, getting vegetables is like pulling teeth to get her to eat. So there has to be balance with it. Like, it's just... You know, again, I know, you know, it's common sense that eventually she will come around as she matures and her palate changes, but it is what it is right now. You know, you got to fight the battle a little bit, but not enough that you're pushing them away. That's very true. And I tell you, some of the things that I learned, because, I, I, you know, I, I developed diabetes when I was 10. It's a different type than being overweight. It's, it's something totally different. And uh, But going, exercising and eating food, the right foods is world key. Um, and, uh, but horseback riding and all that was just amazing. Uh, we, you know, in arts and crafts and dance and, and, uh, you know, we used to go on hikes. I was like, I learned, I learned about that, you know, and camps now are different. They're more, they really focus on kids and, and including everybody, I feel, right? And then at diabetic camp, they, that's what they did with us, right? And, uh, it was amazing some of the things that you learned. Um, but, the other thing that is really important is you, you're talking about um, martial arts. Are they still doing the martial arts too, as well as being in the camp, or did the, the camp include martial arts or uh, that kind of thing? Because it seems like they're getting a little bit of everything, and they go to what, till 3 o'clock? Uh, I think it's what you said. Correct? You pick them up at 3 or something like that, 3.30 maybe? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're pretty much done at 3, and then I pick them up shortly after that, but... Yeah, they're still in martial arts, and it's uh, it's really pushing their uh, endurance a lot. Like they, I can tell they're tired. So like when I pick them up from camp, typically I have uh, one of Samantha's four food sheets, which is popcorn, and uh, you know gives her a snack to give her a little bit of a boost with energy. Um, because if you if you don't give her you know foods that she'll eat, she'll just won't eat. Like, I mean, you know, some people like to say fight that battle and just, you know, if you're not, if they don't want to eat it, then they don't eat and let them starve. Well, she'll starve for days and days and weeks if, you know, you allow her to. She's that kid that, like, she doesn't mind not eating in that sense. It doesn't bother her. And she, like, feels like she's winning a battle in the sense. And uh, for Allison, you know, I, I give her just, like, some uh, chips or something like that or whatever when I pick her up just to give her a little pick-me-up. But, you know, with camp setting, I'm probably only doing, like, one weekday of martial arts and then one weekend day uh, for them of martial arts. And we scaled it back to twice a week because they're getting so much physical activity because it's just, it's exhausting. You know, it's really hard for them to be able to focus because they're so tired at the end of the day. So I got to pull back the reins a little bit on there. But they, they love it. You know, they love the martial arts. They love the uh, the constant positive reinforcement. Um, they get the discipline, the reaffirmations all the time. 
Um, they they love the self gratification of you know doing the different routines and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's fun. And then next week, you know, Samantha actually starts uh, doing a lot of the. Um, uh, what am I having? A, uh, she's sparring, so she actually gets to have contact. And, you know, I bought her all the gears so that way she's uh, protected and, and she can go. And, you know, that's really truly the best way as both kids and adults, I mean, any age to learn is to spar because until there's, you know, live bullets going around you, you know, you just don't know how to truly respond to protect yourself. You know, if you're practicing on a dummy all the time to, you know, uh, do a hand strike or, you know, stuff like that. It's it's totally different when it's a real person and you're not used to, you know, seeing somebody's face or having that person talk back to you or do something, you know, pretend like they want to do something back to you because, like I said, when my bullets are flying, it's just a completely different scenario. Right. So you're you're teaching them, two girls that one day will be women, they're teaching them how to protect themselves, right? So they ever get into a situation, they'll be able to 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 feel powerful and strong, and and defend themselves if need be, right? That's your goal. Oh yeah, yeah, and I think uh, you know just being se- secure in yourself too, like it, it gives you a lot of self confidence, and it it also builds their self esteem as well. But I think that they you know, feel the empowerment that they, you know, right now even, that they can somewhat protect themselves, more so Samantha because she's older and a little more mature. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm a believer in also when it comes to martial arts, they're trying to get as uh, diverse and much variety and different types of martial arts as possible because there's so many different um, types out there that can give you, you can pick little good things from here and there. So I'm hoping eventually, as they get a little bit older, to, to teach them more different ones as well so they can really uh, overall be well-balanced. Okay. that That's good. So um, well-balanced kids are going to be, in your, in your opinion, and I know you've worked with a lot of different types of people, but well-balanced kids uh, are going to be, for the most part, well-balanced adults. For the, You know what I mean? Now that everybody has their hiccups, but, right, that's your goal? As a parent, I know that it's for mine as, as a parent, too, as well. Um, and then the other thing is is that, I, you know, do you hope or do you have a feeling or would you like to see one of your girls or both of your girls go go on a, a, some sort of scholarship? Like Samantha, right? Yep. She, okay. Okay, wow. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I want yeah, to- I think, uh, you know, if they, they can stay balanced with everything, it's just only going to help them in the future because, you know, also as you you get older, you know, if you're only familiar with, let's say, doing one or two things and that's it, well, if you don't have those things available when you're an adult, when you move to a different city or something like that, you know, you really kind of feel insecure. Like you you don't have the things that you are comfortable with um, enjoying. So you have to, that's why I'm big on being well-balanced because if you do that, then, you know, you're going to find plenty of things that you can adapt to much easier and feel a lot more confident in yourself. That's good. I like that too as well. And um, let me ask you this too. Do you feel there are people that 
say that kids aren't college kids, right? And they are there, but athletic kids can be college kids, obviously, and get a, a scholarship. Um, but you need to be balanced in both, right? That's what you're. That's what you're saying. You know, with your both your daughters, they're both very different, but they're also very similar, right? Well, they're kids, and you want to see them excel. Uh, you also want them to be powerful and strong and be able to defend themselves. And I, that can't happen all the time, or maybe it can, I don't know. And you also uh, want their self-esteem and uh, to be on par. Do you feel like that they are right now doing what they're doing? Yeah, I think, uh, Alia, it's very important for her at this young age because she is so shy and, she, you know, she really internalizes a lot as an introvert and she you know, wasn't a very big speaker. Um, she would just kind of, like, whisper when she talks to you. Like, you had to really force her to talk louder to kind of, I mean, it didn't matter if it was me or somebody else. She was just so shy. And the martial arts just really brought it out of her a lot more. I mean, she's still shy, but she's way less. It's like light years uh, difference between, you know, when before she started and now. And it's been only about close to a year now so it's really helped her tremendously at a, a young age like around five uh to grow and build that you know inner voice in her to, to stand up for herself and also to uh just kind of not be af- afraid to kind of uh be seen in a sense you know because you have to volunteer in martial arts you have to uh be loud and vocal you know so that way you're uh, responding, you know, with your your noises and everything else, so it's extremely beneficial from those standpoints, and um, I think it's only going to help her in the long run. With Samantha, I think it just, you know, she needed it to just kind of feel secure in herself and her body because uh, she's an extrovert. So I know as she starts hitting eventually those teenage years and gets really insecure in those years, this will really benefit her going into that. Um, so I definitely think it, it helps in a lot of ways uh, in that sense. Okay, I appreciate what you're saying. So let me ask you this. You do stuff with your daughters, okay? I know they're going to camp and everything like that. So as a parent, um, I, you know, it's easy for us to put them in a, in a camp, okay, or, or put them in an activity. How important is it, in your opinion, and you have a, you have a lot of wisdom and a lot of experience here, how important is it for you for any of us as parents to be a part of that with our kids, you know, what, what's your thoughts on that? I think it's huge. Yeah, it's huge because as a, a child, like, I mean, if your parent's not there supporting you or doing, you know, stuff with you, I, I think it really affects your your psyche in that sense of uh, you, you don't have that support. Like your parent doesn't, you know, you might feel like your parent doesn't care or your parent doesn't, um, is almost hypocritical in a sense. They tell you to do one thing, but they wouldn't do it themselves type thing. So it really right. makes them lose confidence in themselves and what they're doing. I think it makes a big difference in that sense. So with supporting your child is huge, but also showing them that you're not afraid to, you know, be the example and, and do the same things that you're, you know, promoting in that sense. So if you want your child to, you know, be healthy and, exercise or do well in school and stuff like that you got to show them those same you know traits and and do it yourself because 
if you're not, I mean, kids just see right through that, in my opinion. Like, they know, you know, when the parent's telling them, no, you can't eat that, no, you can't eat that, or, you know, don't smoke, you know, they, they smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, or don't uh, drink alcohol, but they drink, you know, four or five beers a day, or, uh, you know, go outside and play, but the parent's always on inside watching TV, or um, sitting down, talking on the phone, or whatever it might be. So, yeah, you definitely have to uh, do what you preach. Otherwise, it's never going to work in a sense. It's just common sense that you're not going to do what somebody else is telling you if they're not doing the same thing as themselves when it comes to a parent. You lose respect for that. And I think that's yeah. a big thing for your child trusting you as well. That's a, that's a cool, that's a cool uh, analogy there, but practice what you preach. So, um, wow, thank you. Uh, great great. Great line there. Uh, so the the other thing is is that um, you want your kids to 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 do well. Have you ever seen a child or an and or an adult that don't have a great deal of uh, coordination? Uh, can they change that at a later age, or uh, does it start with their children? What's your thoughts on that as a trainer, as a professional that you are? You said a great deal of discipline. I could I hear you? I said a great deal of uh, like coordination, right? Oh, you know, coordination. Do, yeah. Yeah, coordination to me is something that is learned. You're not just uh, born with. I mean, some kids are a little bit more athletic and coordinated than others. You know, from a young age, but it's it's learned skills for the most part, uh, and you can always improve on it. There's no way to uh, you're stuck in your ways in a sense. You know, people that are accident prone. Like they can, they can break the cycle by learning, you know, really good coordination and being aware of their surroundings. So everything is easily learned and trained. Um, that's why, you know, there's a difference between like the, the top athletes in sports and just the regular athletes in a sense because they, they train it, they train it, they perfect it. They're almost OCD with it in the sense that they have to be a perfectionist and, and get everything down. So, yeah, it, it definitely can be learned, and no matter what your kid is now, whether they're out of shape and um, very lacking coordination because they've been, you know, say, inside playing video games for a long time, they could totally learn it. You just have to give them the confidence and put them in things that, that they can start doing well with it. And that's why I love martial arts because martial arts is, you know, both individual and team. And it's very easy to build your confidence and learn coordination from that standpoint because it's, they're not difficult movements in the beginning and then they just get harder and harder. And same thing with sports. You know, if you really start breaking it down in the beginning and making it easy and then making it harder and harder and trending, like the, the confidence just goes to the roof of kids that they can do so well. And, you know, there's a huge uh, difference. Well, okay, that's that's that's, that's cool. Um, I, somebody had heard somebody say, you know, that uh, coordination. You're either born with it or not. But I was like, I don't think so. I think you can teach yourself to be coordinated. You know, so, um, you know, with with playing, move in your body, right? You move, you get better. Just move it. Uh, and you said that too. Just, just move, right? Get, get your body going. And that's cool. So, yeah, and then parents can do that, people can do that, and uh, I heard a story the other day that there was um, uh, this lady, and uh, she's 100 plus years old doing chocolate. Chocolate, did I say that right? So, um, you know, 
an amazing story there. You know, so she, she, but she's been moving her whole life. So it keeps you living longer, too, don't you think? Exercise, moving, right? Yeah, oh, 100%. Uh, that's good. So anyway, I, I appreciate that, Frank. And uh, the other thing is, is foods that you can eat, they give you energy. Somebody asked me that. Foods that you give you energy. I think bananas work for me. Before I work out, I eat a banana. I have a banana, actually, along with uh, protein. What about for you? What do you think? Do you have to find a perfect for arrangement? For me, it's more like a, I got to have a balanced, small snack, a little bit of protein, a little bit of carbs, and a little bit of fat. So it's it's not really one item, per se, that gives me a lot of energy. It's a combination, and I need it in the proper portion because... Uh, I know we talked about this in a previous one, but, you know, when you eat till you're full, you just get tired. So you never want to eat till you're full. So if you, for me, it's, it's about balance, having the proper balance of my nutrition and the proper portion of my energy just, you know, jumps up. Right. So when I eat, like, a banana, okay, like I'll eat a banana about uh, 30, 45 minutes before I work out. And during about the time I start my workout, it's because I'm traveling, you know, I'm driving to the gym or whatever. And about the time I start my workout, it'll just really kick in. Um, and bananas is it's a it's not like sugar like candy, but it's it's, it's a more healthy sugar, right? For you, fruit sugar is better for you than just regular candy sugar, right? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a easily digestible sugar. It's in the simplest form, and your body's able to break it down and convert it into energy relatively quick. Plus, it has the fiber. So, but if you're eating bananas and let's say you're just sitting on the couch and you're not doing anything afterwards, then it's not as good for you. I mean, it's better for you than candy or something like that, but. You know, if you're having, let's say, peanut butter and banana, then it's a little more balanced and it's more like a, a snack, per se, in a sense, um, that'll leave you a little more satisfied. But, you know, you have to do something with your energy as well. So when you get energy from something, for the people that don't go do anything and they're sedentary and they, you know, prefer to talk or sit when or both when they've uh, got energy, it, it is just going to convert back into a form of, either fat or something like that in your body because you're you're sedentary. You know, you've never seen a fit sedentary person. It's just not gonna happen no matter how healthy you eat. I agree with you a bit. You've never seen a fit sedentary person. Here's one more question I have for you and we're almost out of time. Um the the like you think that kids are getting too much in video games and computers, I know you must have a strong opinion about that. Uh what's your thoughts on that? Because I think you've got to have both personally, oh, right? Yeah, I think it's it's fine as long as uh, they have balance. You know, if their kid is, you know, do, choosing video games over being social with other kids, then it's a problem. But if they're doing it all in balance and it's, you know, let's say a rainy day outside or, or just a regular day, they got home and they just they want to let off some steam um, before they do their homework or something like that, or, you know, it's an incentive form for when they finish their homework, uh, however, you know, you have that child, you know, be motivated, then I think it's it's fine because they can uh, really benefit from the um, video games in some ways because it's an outlet for some kids to be able to get their mind just to unwind and relax. You know, for some kids it's reading, for some kids it's playing sports, 
for some kids, it's just talking to their friends, you know. So, you know, some kids, they can do it from all of the above. But, you know, each kid is different. So, um, you know, you got to have outlets. And I think everything in, in moderation is fine. Yeah. Moderation, not excess. That's a good point. That, that really is. And uh, I have to ask you, do you like vegetables? I know you do, but do you really like vegetables? Do you eat vegetables for yourself every day? Yeah, yeah, I love, I mean, my favorite vegetables personally is like uh, uh-huh. asparagus and bell peppers. I love bell peppers and I love asparagus and, you know, I love mushrooms. I love uh, every green vegetable pretty much or whatever, as long as it's uh, like, I used to hate Brussels sprouts. I love them now when they're roasted. Oh, they're, they're addictive in that sense when they're roasted. So it just depends on. Uh, there's pretty much not a vegetable I wouldn't try in a sense. So I, I would eat everything. Um, there's just certain ones I gotta eat in moderation because they give me like acid reflux, like from onions. Like I can't eat a lot of onions because it'll just start giving me severe acid reflux. So, but uh, yeah, I love vegetables. Oh, that's cool. Thank you guys for answering that. So I know we're out of time. So we'll say I've got an appointment. I know you've got to go pick up your little one. And thank you for being and sharing with us. So parents, parents, got some information here. Be practice what you preach. That's a great line. Anyway, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care. And thank you, Frank, for being here. I appreciate you. Okay. That was good. Bye, everybody.